setting the expectation is very important, as you mentioned, because you need to have your team aligned and, and you know, everyone on the same page as to what are the expectations. So what do they have to do, basically? And, and for that, what we've done is building a very clear uh, sales process that is shared by the whole team, always maintained on Notion with Notion to keep track of that, but uh, can use any tool for that. And making the sales process very clear in terms of you know what they have to do uh, for you know contacting a prospect, what they need to do when they want to qualify a prospect, moving to a demo, doing a great demo. All this process, this process that you use every day as a sales rep, you need to build it and have it very clear somewhere. This is Outside Sales Talk, the best podcast for outside salespeople. I'm your host Steve Benson, and we're here to chat with the world's top sales experts so that you can get their best sales tactics to level up your game. Welcome back to Outside Sales Talk. Today, I have Nick Deswetchen with us, and he's gonna teach you a bit about the must-know tips for managing a remote sales team. Nick, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for inviting me, and happy to be there. So by way of introduction, uh, Nick is the sales director at NoCRM.io, which is a lead management software that helps salespeople track and close deals without spending hours filling out forms. Nick also has 10 years of experience in international B2B sales and today runs a completely remote international sales team, which is what we're going to be talking about. So let's hop into it. Nick, tell me, what are some of the benefits to having a remote sales team? Yeah, okay. So, um, you know, yeah, actually remote work is a, is a big, big trend today. Even, uh, even before COVID, we saw a lot of companies turning into full remote or part remote. Uh, and that's for a reason. It's because there is definitely some, some benefits to it. Uh, so what I can say, uh, the three main thing I would say would be, um, first of all, it can increase overall productivity of your team, whether it's sales team or full company, uh, full remote company. Why is that? It's because uh, it definitely increases um, daily productivity and satisfaction level of your team members. So we, we see a lot of different figures from different studies, uh, but most of them tells you that, you know, remote workers feel they are getting more work done on a daily basis. I even saw recently a, a figure like uh, an increase of 16% in their productivity. So it's always tricky to measure that. Uh, we agree on that, but um, I, I do believe it's, a, it's an important part of why it's beneficial to, to have a, a full, full remote team. And we are actually full remote at Nociam. It's not just a sales team, it's a full remote company. So we are used to that. There's also a big challenge in working remotely, but we're gonna see together today what are the challenges for your sales team also. So that's for the benefits. I also believe it's increased the engagement you can have from your employees uh, because it makes their life easier. They've got some freedom. They can be more happy by working remotely and getting freedom on their day-to-day -day life, basically. And so there's a great chance that you keep them in your team longer. And that's really important. And, you know, reducing the cost of turnover, of all the onboarding, and again, it increased the productivity of your overall company and, and your team. And then in terms of sales, it's definitely a big business opportunity to uh, and build a, a remote team. And why is that? It's because um, you are able with a remote team to build um, a team spread uh, across various countries. 
and you save a lot of costs because there's no office. You don't need to, you know, send an expat in, in the specific country. You can hire local people. Everything is, you know, simplified, and you can basically grow internationally in a fast way and um, at low cost, basically. So obviously, if 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 I say it like this, it's uh, it sounds like a perfect world, uh, and it's very tempting. But you have to know, of course, it's coming with uh, some challenges in terms of management and organization, uh, which are very important to take into account. But I think, in my opinion, it's still really worth it to you know move your company to a full remote or just you know start working remotely with your sales team. Yeah, and you know the uh, I feel like almost all sales teams I've ever been a part of. Uh, and certainly field sales teams, they're, they're always at least sort of remote, right? Because the, the salespeople are in the geography that they're selling into. So if you're, even if your geography is just a state and you only do business within one state, you generally have reps kind of all covering that state. But more commonly, I think, you know, businesses are selling into selling across the country or selling into a region of the country. And so by nature, you have sales reps everywhere. So this is something we've always dealt with, um, yep. with field sales teams. And, uh, and now it's just becoming more and more common to not even have that centralized office, but to just be out in the field selling, and then you're managing a team remotely. Um, but, uh, but there, and, and I, I think there are, you know, trade-offs to having a more centralized approach, but, uh, but it's just really, really, uh, really cool to get your feedback there. How would you say that sales leaders can teach their team to communicate more collaboratively when it's a remote team situation? Mm. Yeah, uh, actually, yeah, it's very important uh, communication. I mean, when you talk management, it's always very important. So of, I would say of all the challenges that you face when you have a remote team, whether it's just the sales team or the full company, it's the main challenge uh, and it's the main source of management issues. And so building an efficient and effective communication uh, is really key. And then how to teach your team to do that is uh, you have to introduce that in your company culture. And, and the way you manage uh, on a day-to-day -day basis if you are just managing the sales team. Uh, so how we overcome this, whether it's again, full remote company or just the sales team is uh, over communicate. I would say it's, um, it's a way to, to do that. So introduce that over communication into your company culture. So we drive people to talk more to each other and collaborate more. So how you could do that, uh, or you, can, you have to do that, it's, you need both uh, top-down communication, so from management to the sales rep, and you also want to build kind of team spirit and have people talking to each other within your team. And that's both different thing, but both very important. And I put a strong focus in my team to build the team spirit and you know keep people sharing about their experience, what works, what's not working, what's happening in their markets kind of thing is very, very important. So you need to enable people in your team to communicate uh, regularly. And you, know, you need to be tools, you, know, you need to have tools and you need to have rules uh, that everyone will follow to better communicate. And I think it's very important. So I can give you some, some of the tools that we use uh, to, to, to manage the team. 
uh, either the sales team or the full company. It's basically, there's four of them, very important. The first one is to have a, a, a shared calendar so everyone can see what the others are doing in terms of meeting, stuff like that. Uh, obviously, a VOIP platform to talk to each other. That's very important for either for one-on-one, -on -one, monthly meeting. You need to talk to people and see people. And of course, uh, for the sales team, you need a tool you know, where you're going to collaborate uh, on your leads. So you need a lead management tool, a CRM, a, a tool like nocrm.io. This will enable your sales team to manage and you know, leads and projects in a collaborative way. Okay, you can do that in a CRM, you can do that in a lead management solution. Then we use also a tool to centralize all the projects and documentation that we have. So we use Notion for that. And we keep track of everything. Every meeting notes, everything is, is in there and everything is shared across the whole company. And of course, uh, what makes life easier to you know, communicate, keep the team spirit is also an internal um, kind of social network. Okay. So you can use Slack, we use our own social network that we built before NoCM, but um, the idea is, is the same, is to be able to share you know, posts, last updates. Uh, you can ask for help if you have a sales rep uh, on the way, on the, on the field. Uh, you can ask for feedback, this kind of thing. So that, that is the, the tool part, I would say. And then you need to set up some rules. And um, I wanted to mention this very important rule and, uh, and this would be the first and the on, only one I would pick if I have to choose only one. It is this one. Um, we have a very important rule at NCM is we set up um, every morning, we set up our three goals a day. So what it, what it is, is basically the three goals that you want to achieve during your day. So you take five minutes before with your coffee or with your uh, with what you fancy for breakfast, uh, you think about it, you think about what you want to achieve today. It's not to-dos, it's really goals. And it will help you organize your time and it will also allow other people in the company to see what you will be doing today and understand what are your goals and, and how you're going to contribute today to the growth of the company, basically. And you do that every day. Uh, it's also enabling your manager to you know, interact with you on this particular aspect. So, you know, giving you a, a priority on your task or on your project, on your goals, for example. And it's working very well. So we keep this, you know, routine every morning. The whole team is doing that. It's same for the tech team and, and the marketing team. Everyone is doing it. Uh, so everyone in the company is aware of what the sales team is doing, what this particular sales rep is going to achieve today. And that's, that's working very well. So I would advise anyone who wants to, you know, start re working remotely or even, even for people non-remote, it's working well because it's also a way to manage more your task and your time very uh, efficiently. And then you can, of course, set up some basic rules which are very important still for communication. Uh, the, the one that we use at MCM is always put your video on when you are in a meeting. It may sound basic, but it's, always better to see in the face of people you are talking to. And, uh, and the other rule I try to follow is to be available as a sales manager. I, I try to be always available on Skype or you know, very reachable and available to answer any questions the sales team can have every day. And I think it's quite important as well. So this way you build the culture and you build the rules and you 
invite people to follow these rules and collaborate uh, more efficiently by communicating uh, through this, uh, this kind of tools and rules. At the end, it's just tools. So um, you also you know, need to make it clear that it's uh, in your company culture. And at the end, it's all come down to working and managing with empathy and trust. But you need still to build this, uh, this kind of rules and tools to enable it. Yeah, it's such a tough time with communication in general during during COVID times, and, and obviously so many companies have been forced to be remote here. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I think encouraging collaborative communication across the team is is so important. So people can work together and, and kind of figuring out what the norms are and and the ways they want to go about it, and and just even the way uh, the way. You, a you need to communicate with your team members as a as a leader right i mean yep i think that you know especially within large groups you, you know you need regular communication and or else you know people's imaginations can get the best of them in scary times and um you know gossip of impending doom can be really such a powerful thing right and uh yeah. i get you need as a sales leader you need to try you know really communicate with your team in a transparent way in a realistic way and, and you need to be optimistic too you need to you know see 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 things as the glass is half full in, in challenging times um in that way the team can can focus on selling and focus on what's important for them to be getting done um sure. you know the I think creating spaces, like you were saying, is really important. The different ways they can communicate, and you know, what are the what are the, what's expected? What are the norms here? Are we going to communicate over email? Are we going to call each other? Are we? You mentioned, oh, we should, we should. At your company, you always keep the video on, and um, so people kind of know to expect that. And it's 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 interesting. We do it. I I, I encourage it the exact opposite way. I, I say people, you know, if you want to turn your video on, turn it on. If you want to turn it off, turn it off. Um, because um, you know, sometimes people don't. It, it's 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 challenging to always be staring at the screen and seeing the little face. And I think that that's sometimes more tiring for people than it is just to listen. And the little moving face doesn't help them communicate all that much um, better. Although I do okay. like to see people. That is nice. So, yeah. but I think a lot of people really don't want to be seen all the time. And I've, I've heard feedback uh, that, you know, people love not having to put on makeup or not having to do their hair or whatever. Um, but no, uh, that's, so that's, that's kind of cuts, <laughs> cuts both ways, you know, but, but yeah, I think it's important yeah. that everyone kind of uh, agrees on what the rules are and agrees on what the norms are in, in an organization to, to communicate collaboratively. And, um, you know, I think one really important thing is to set up those times to communicate and, and, uh, you know, yeah, that's I, part I, of the organization that you need to set up. So that's for sure. Yeah. But I think it's really important for, for sales teams to have quick meetings, like little daily huddles, and, uh, you know, early in, you know, in the morning before things get started and, 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 and maybe maybe even a second one in in the evening, especially if it's a team that really needs to collaborate all the time. Having a couple little short meetings, yeah, you know, it could be just ten minutes, but to to get together as a team and and huddle up, and um, even though you're working apart, can help you communicate collaboratively. You know, keep focused on the things that as a team. What what are the KPIs that we're focused on this week? And 
how's everybody doing today on against those KPIs? And, and I think those regular little huddles can, um, can really help people feel connected and make sure they're, that everyone's aligned and, and make sure they know what their focus are is for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we do, do, we don't do that on a daily basis. We do that like kind of weekly basis, but, uh, uh, there's a few reasons for that. It's also because the sales team is doing a lot of things at Atmosium. So uh, it's it's part of the multitasking stuff that we have at Atmosium. Because as a sales guy, you're also doing customer success, marketing, partnership. Mm. So uh, in terms of sales, what we do is, um, is is weekly weekly reviews with me and then weekly sharing sessions. And we call that sharing session. And this is where exactly, as you say, that you know we share about what happened, what are the main goals how the KPI were, you know, uh, followed last week, this kind of thing, it's very important. And we try also to set up some times where we just have kind of fun together, uh, just a coffee break, uh, as if we were in, a, in the office, you know. Mm-hmm. It's also very important to set up this kind of time because you don't know uh, very deeply the people that you're working with. And these few moments that you have, uh, where you can talk about life, or can, you can talk about anything, you know, the next movie session, next um, uh, series that you want to watch on Netflix, this kind of thing. It's still building the team series that you need, and, and, and I think it's also very important. And, well, to, to move to the next topic, uh, what, what would you say your tips are for a sales manager to communicate goals and to set clear expectations for the team while kind of maintaining not being a micromanager and uh, <laughs> you know kind of checking in with the team who's working remote in a way that uh, that doesn't make them feel like you're you're micromanaging them or or is micromanagement more appropriate in these times um, what what do you what do you think the best ways for a sales manager are to to do that yeah, there's few there's few things in, in, in the question. Uh, first is um, setting the expectation is very important, as you mentioned, because you need to have your team aligned and, and you know everyone on the same page as to what are the expectations. So what do they have to do basically? And and for that, what we've done is building a very clear uh, sales process that is shared by the whole team. Always maintain on notion with notion to keep track of that, but uh, can use any tool for that. And making the sales process very clear in terms of, you know, what they have to do uh, for, you know, contacting a prospect, what they need to do when they want to qualify a prospect, moving to a demo, doing a great demo. All this process, this process that you use every day as a sales rep, you need to build it and have it very clear somewhere. And we have also the same stuff for customer success, support, partnership, everything, because we believe it's, it's the beginning of, you know, uh, being aligned on the expectation. You have the process and everyone has to follow this process. It's shared, it's well known by everyone. And you train your, your team to do that. And secondly, uh, I believe it's important for us as a, as, a, as remote team, international remote team, what we do is we do what we call activity-based selling. So basically, meaning you set expectation in terms of means, in terms of activities, rather than results, okay? Uh, I think it's very powerful. Uh, 
it's it's when I joined OCRM like 10 months ago, it was kind of the first time for me working like this, uh, focusing on the activities that you have to accomplish every week and not on the results in terms of you know objective and expectations as a sales team. And it was very powerful because it's kind of relieving a lot of stress on what you can manage as a sales rep. You know, you cannot manage a crisis, you cannot manage a lot of things that could turn wrong, you know, but you can manage what you will put in place to achieve the objective and the expectation. And so I think it's, it's quite important. And then it gives uh, you and your team clear KPIs in terms of activities uh, that you can follow as a sales manager. So what we do is obviously we use NoCRM, we use our own tool. Uh, we follow the activities of each shell rep. But what I do and what I prefer is for them to check in on their own activity level, for them to you know fill, fill in their own KPIs every week. And then we talk and we discuss that together. So all, there's possibility for me to check in. Uh, we've got some great collaboration features in the CRM that allows me you know, to go and check in. They can mention me, I can jump into the lead to help them. But the main thing for me is we have this expectation in terms of activity, what you need to acti- achieve in terms of number of calls, number of demo, online meetings, really sales activities. And every week they are going to check what was their level of activities and what they accomplished exactly. And that will help them, you know, self-motivated, uh, self-motivating themselves, you know, basically. So I do believe a lot in that. And then of course, uh, I don't want to micromanage um, because once I, I believe once you have this clear process and a way to measure it, a tool to measure it, uh, you can basically let your sales team, you know, work and accomplish their task and you just want to make sure they follow the process. Still, you need some time to help them. Sometimes there is some adjustment to do. Uh, so it's not micromanaging. It's just making sure that they understand and uh, you know, apply the process that you put in place. Yeah, and that, that makes a ton of sense. I mean, you, know, you, you, you don't want to feel like you have to control everything right now as a, as a sales manager. Um, you know, because, and, and you can't, right? You can't, you know, and I think you want to be careful about, about, you know, being too much of a micromanager. From my perspective, at least, I think people can, can uh, it, the, a tendency, a human tendency when managing people in a situation that feels a little out of control um, is to try to take back more control and, and be more of a micromanager. Um, I think that mm-hmm. that, re- I really like what you said about KPIs um, and, and focusing on more activity-based KPIs as opposed to a lot of sales teams historically just focus on revenue, right? Which technically, when you think about it, revenue or, or uh, profitability, these are, these are sale, sales numbers and metrics of, of those nature are lagging KPIs, right? It, it, it's, it's reflective. Your revenue that you're selling today is, is reflective of the work that you've done over the last four months, depending on your, your sales cycle at your company, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Whereas in act, an activity that's more, or a KPI that's more activity-based is, is focusing on this week, what you're doing right now. And I think that that, by focusing on those metrics, you can not micromanage, but still get, still accomplish what you're trying to here. You know, it, it, um, yep. you know, identifying new opportunities, like counting those or, 
the the giving giving thought to the the probability of each de of deals moving forward to the next level and and how many deals have you moved forward and kind of keeping keeping track of that how many you know proposals have you written that are that are to qualified decision makers things like that i think really can go a long way here um in terms of in terms of uh you know giving gi giving the reps something to count and knowing what to focus on but not micromanaging them um so i, I think that's a that's a great uh, a great way to to kind of balance that um i guess uh what what tips do you have for um training virtual sales call role playing what do you think about that yeah, I think it's um, it's important we do that a lot, especially at onboarding stage uh, for us. Uh, so I would have a few tips. What we do is basically we prepare a session with real life situation. Okay, at Nocium we we do only a remote selling because we sell a software, online software. Mm -hmm. We do only a remote selling, so all the virtual sales play that we can have, um, it will be uh, very you know, realistic. So what I do is I use uh, real life situations that I face with prospects. Mm -hmm. And then we train the team to answer this kind of um, specific, uh, specific qualification call, specific demo, uh, this kind of thing, using real life situation. And it helps me also give them better feedback because I face this situation. And then I can, you know, give them feedback on what they did and what I did to answer the same situation. So it's it's important. Uh, then it's it's always not the same huh? doing it virtually. Uh, it's also um, it's also different from face to face. But but still, with all the tools that you have right now, you can even record the call. You can go through it again after with the sales web. So it also makes training kind of easier because you can keep track of everything and focus on where you can add value for the next uh, training, basically. So we also keep a note uh, with all the situations that we trained on for everyone to access it. And we try to record the best calls. Um, we don't do it a lot, but uh, we try to. So that, that, would be, uh, that would be my pitch. And then uh, when you are um, you know, a soft seller online, basically what we call a remote seller, uh, we train them to really focus on bringing value and not, you know, salespeople doing remote selling, they would tend to just demonstrate everything in their software or, you know, show everything, all the features that they have. We try to train them really to focus on first listening to the prospect and then answering the specific needs that they explain and not delivering a full demo every time they have a customer online. So there is some webinars for that. It's perfect for, you know, demonstrating the full um, software capabilities, but then what we train uh, with our team is really focusing on the value that you bring to a specific prospect. So you need to adapt, you need to listen, and you need to be very specific uh, to, to, to this particular prospect. So that's what we train on. And we, we do some kind of repetition like this, um, as I said, real life situation and giving feedback using the video that we have. And how would you say that sales leaders can build healthy relationships and productive relationships with the salespeople on their team when they're remote? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, for that you need to uh, to think what is a what is a healthy relationship when you work remotely, and uh, I think about it when I joined the team because I had no experience in managing a remote team like this, and so I had um, three major points uh, that I would like to discuss right now. The first one is um, to build a healthy relationship. I I wanted to you know I needed them to trust me, uh, and I need to trust them. That's really basic because. We don't meet each other and if you want to work correctly, so the trust relation. So for that, I think the process was an answer. So building a clear process and expectation as we discussed just before. Okay, we know exactly what is the process, what is um, the expectation. And if you follow that, then I'm going to trust your work. And I wanted also to be part of the team, meaning that I'm following the process also. So I can be, you know, someone that they trust um, also. So then they need to trust me, I need to trust them. Then the second thing was be, um, uh, you know, keep them motivated. So they need to stay motivated and take ownership of their action. That is very important uh, when you have a, a remote team, especially we're not a big team at NoCRM. So it's very important. So give clear direction and priorities and also be here when, as a manager when they need your help. That was very important. And um, the last thing is building some key mindsets as a, as a sales manager uh, to, to manage a remote team. Uh, the first one was empathy for me. So discuss with them. We have a lot of different types of uh, relationship related to work, but empathy is always there, okay? And then build the team spirit and always be honest. So honesty, that was a key the three key mindsets for me that I, I wanted to, to push uh, when I joined the team and I will try to rely on that to, to manage the team on a daily basis. Yeah, I think, I think relationships are in these remote world that, that we're in now. I think it's, it's so important to get, to be getting in front of them, you know, virtually when, when necessary, obviously, but to, to keep the communication lines open to add value and uh, you know, it's so easy to, to end up silent and not communicating enough with your with your reps. You know, it's so easy to in a remote world to just not communicate enough. And I think it's important to be asking your reps questions, finding out what do they need to be successful, figuring out who on the team is having success right now, and then you know, sure. with what type of customer are you becoming successful? How are you? Where are you? what is the playbook for success right now in these changing times? And then, you know, working with the rep that, that figured out that play to, to communicate that across the rest of the team to be more successful. I think, uh, you know, and, and just, just knowing what's going on at the ground level builds those relationships. You know, you want to, you, it's, it's very easy as a, as a remote manager, not to really understand what's going on with mm, the rubber disconnected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and if you don't know what's going on at the ground level of an, uh, you know, on, on your sales team, then it's really hard to, to steer the ship. I think it's really hard to be responsive. It's really hard to support people and, and, and have a good relationship. Um, yeah, no, it, it's, it's true. And so, so we try to build a, a lot of different, you know, regular touch points where we speak 
either one-on-one -on -one with me, which is uh, very important, it's a basic, it's what we do on Monday, and give you know clarity to their priorities. Um, I give feedback, and I, as, as you mentioned, and I think it's very important, and often sales managers forget about it, is I ask feedback also every Monday to them. So on what's going on, what's not working, as you mentioned, it's very important. And it helps me a lot build what would be the next training, what would be the next session where I can bring them value. And you need as a manager to give feedback, it's obvious, but you also need to ask for feedback uh, on the way you manage, it's important, and about everything that's happening in the field. And this is the only way for you to get uh, you know, a good value proposition for your, your next training, your next session, your next strategy. Uh, you get feedback from the field and you adapt uh, every time you need to. So this is important. So that's done using the week, during the weekly um, meeting that we have. And then we have monthly meetings that we share everything related to customer success, strategy and everything. And this is where also where we share success uh, of the team on a personalized and also a team level. And then we try to have some team building, some other you know, regular touch points that help us build this team spirit and share information. So the so the so the one on ones I think are yeah very important for communication and for interacting. What what tips do you have on remote sales team meetings with the whole team? So you know how, what tips do you have to to bring the whole team together for that weekly meeting or even the daily huddle um, to make that team meeting go smoothly remotely and keep uh, keep order there and keep uh, keep it being productive time. For the team yeah no it's it's important because uh too many meetings kill the meetings uh, like everyone says and uh, we don't want that uh so we want to keep it very efficient so the for the for the one-on-one -on -one, it's a weekly meeting and uh, uh, it's important to have a clear agenda obviously and uh, so what we do for the sales meeting it's a, basically a weekly meeting where we you know talk about first the mood of the week so what happened last week we go through the KPI quickly, then we go to important leads, we have an overview of the pipeline. And then because it's in our process, we talk also about partnership, case studies. So we have a kind of multitasking team. So the, the, this meet, weekly meeting are very important to review what has been happening, what's the general mood of the Sage Web. Uh, it's important to me and I always start like, with that. And then we end up going through all the KPIs and processes that they have to follow. We do that again using a, a note that we have on Notion. So I ask them to prepare everything before the meeting. So when I jump in, they're already with, you know, telling me what happened in terms of their mode of the week, the KPI already. And then we have four sections to discuss about importantly pipeline deals that are very important and then partnership case studies, this kind of thing. So everything is divided into a section in a note and everything is prepared by them for two reasons. First, to keep this meeting efficient. And the second reason is for them to think about mm. what they are. And it may sound basic, basic but uh, it's actually very important. So when you think about what you have accomplished last week, you're more willing to have uh, set clear goals for the next week and be more efficient for the next week. So that's what we do on a one-on-one. -on -one. We keep it to 30 minutes. We try to keep it to 30 minutes. And, uh, and then we have this monthly meeting. 
these are more difficult, I would say, uh, because what we do for the monthly meeting is, is kind of top down. So we have our head of customer success, myself, and the head of marketing presenting the strategies, the results, and it's more top down. You know, we speak and they listen. So you, sometimes you have to to hold such meetings, but uh, it's it's difficult. You have to keep it short, and you have to. What we do is we record it also, and we send it back to the team. This kind of tips because um, you don't exactly know the level of engagement of people during such you know meetings. So that's uh, that's what uh, that's what we do, and that I would say that you know you keep for the weekly meeting you keep the communication very open, and then when you have to you have this kind of top-down meetings where you pass on the information to the to the team uh, from the, the 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 management basically. For sure. And what about motivation? How do you, when, when things aren't going well, when a rep's experiencing a, a slump in their sales, how do you keep them motivated in, in, a, uh, in a remote world? Uh, how, do you, how, do you, uh, how do you help them when they're experiencing a sales slump? Yeah, it's. Um, I think every every salesperson is, is facing this kind of a, of slump or, or, or you know or lost. Uh, so the first thing we do is uh, we review together um, the the lost deal, and because you always have opportunity to learn from a lost deal, so what it's it's what we do, and you know just uh, how to say that just working on that and discussing about the lost deal, it also helps them get ready for the next one, but also relieve the stress of getting a lot of lost deal in the past few weeks, for example. So just talk about it. Uh, that's very important. And then you try to be, uh, you mentioned that earlier, very positive. So that's what I try to, to be. I have a positive mindset every time I speak to anyone in the company, because what you need as a sales rep is uh, persistence. Uh, so you need to be, you know, able to never give up, basically. So if you have a lot of lost deals, but you still accomplish well your task, your process, you, it means that you you really can crush it for the next time. So you need to keep doing uh, what you have to do. You need to be consistent. You have to be persistent, and it will come back, basically. And so just by giving this positivity, this mentality uh, to your team, it will help them also you know, get relief from this kind of uh, bad period that you can have when you are sales rep. It happens to everyone, I guess. And, and the other thing we do, uh, I, would, I would advise to do, if you have the possibility, is if there is a, a slump because there is a lack of lead, incoming lead, for example, can happen sometime, then you give a kind of side project to your rep and, you know, motivate him on another project uh, that will still, you know, be very beneficial for the company. It will, it will be part of the, the growth, uh, not by doing sales, but doing, you know, project on acquisition and marketing, just giving a side project, even if it's not a big project, a task that you will accomplish that will add them, you know, gain confidence and be positive again. It could be another way. Yeah, I think when a when a rep, uh, I I definitely agree with you. I couldn't agree with you more. It's if a rep is having a a sales slump, communicating with them, um, and and focusing on, you know, 
pipeline building, I think. I think that's a challenge right now and, and, and trying to figure out where, where, in the, where in the cycle are things breaking down, um, rethinking how they're attacking the market, um, making sure that they're, that, that, that they're doing it in an effective way and that they're going after the right types of customers. Um, I think there's a need for, for more coaching in these times, right? And if someone's experiencing, experiencing a slump, that's a great time for pre-call strategizing, post-call debriefing, um, doing like joint calls with them, like virtual ride-alongs if you're not going doing something in person um, and an actual ride-along if you are. Uh, yeah. Opportunity-specific coaching where you, where you where you go through the opportunity that someone's in right now that, and, and kind of work with it, work with them together on it. I, I feel like I mean, managers should always be spending half their time coaching and developing their reps, but especially if someone's in a slump and, 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 and you know, especially in these remote times, I think you really want to respect that 50% rule of thumb and, and get in front of your team and, and, uh, and work with them because you know, the, the need is greater now than ever for great coaching. Um, so, you know, because you know, these, these are tough times, we, we need to sharpen our weapons and, and, uh, and get out, get out yeah. there and hunt. And, you know, it's, it's in good times, you know, it's, it's it, maybe food was easy to come by, deals were easy to come by. And a lot of teams were, were just kind of farming and coasting along. But, you know, now we're in the situation where locusts flew in and ate up all our crops. And now we've got to get out our bows and our arrows and, and get out in the woods and hunt new deals. And, and uh, we need to help our, our reps do that if, they're, if they are in a slump, maybe with some training, some, some coaching, um, fig and, and figure out what's, what, what's wrong here, dig into it, because there's, there's a lot mm. of things that can go wrong right now. No, that's, a, that's the first thing is, is digging in what, what happened and what's going on, and then uh, adjust basically the strategy, or as you said, uh, can move on to building a new training on a specific process that is not applied well, this kind of thing. And then coaching is, uh, is very important. And that's why I mentioned the, the mentality and the positivity, which is also very, very important because you are able, you will be able to coach them on, on the specific leads, but then they need to learn from that coaching, get a positive mindset and go back to it. Basically. Mm -hmm. Well, what about the other side? What about when things are going well? How, do, how can a sales leader celebrate uh, their team's wins or an individual's wins? in this in this remote working environment <laughs> it's, uh, it's tricky uh, you cannot really celebrate uh, like you like you would like to but uh, especially with going what, what companies tend to do is even remote company who try to you know gather from time to time and it's an important time to, to you know celebrate the, the, the result of the years kind of thing we cannot do it with covid uh, so we actually did even a full remote seminar with the whole team was kind of, uh, of tricky, but it, it worked. And then for celebration, it's it's difficult. So what we do is I try to put to put um, on the social network all the results of the team every week. So it's either you know individual success or team success depends. But I try to do that on a regular basis, so all the companies aware about that. And uh, another thing that I do, which I think is very important, and um, Basically, celebrating is great, making people know what happened in terms of success. But also what I do is I basically compliment my sales rep for his work. And, you know, it's, it's, it may sound very basic, but I think today people have you know, difficulty giving compliment to each other, to a colleague. 
And uh, I know maybe it may sound very basic, but it, to me, it's actually very important. And it's a one very true way to celebrate the success is telling your reps, yeah, you did a very good job. And I feel there's a lack of, of, of that in, in many companies. And uh, it's important. It gives, it builds also a relationship. It builds, you know, trust, positivity. So when you have a rep that is crushing his result, just tell him, yeah, good work, <laughs> very well done. And then we have the team building sessions. Uh, again, it's remote, so you need to find and be creative and be able to build some kind of fun moments where you can celebrate. Uh, you can have, a, you know, you can have a beer online. Uh, but some some of them will have a coffee because it's morning. Um, yeah, you need to be creative about building fun moments where you can celebrate things. It's not easy, but you still need to do it. Oh, I can't I can't hear you. Uh, it's important yeah. to uh, do our best to enjoy things with our teams still, even in these uh, even in these tough times. You know, I think it's. Uh, it's something a lot of people need to remember to take to do. And, and, uh, you know, we've, we've tried a bunch of things at Badger, you know, we, uh, we, we re recently, we had a, we had a kind of a group party online on, uh, I guess this was for Halloween and, uh, people, okay. came, people, it was over zoom. People came dressed up, but over zoom. And uh, they broke out into smaller groups and played like a, there's an online game that we played, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. which people seem to really enjoy. Uh, they, yeah. Yeah, you know, hanging out and kind of just uh, relaxing. Um, well, the next section is sales in 60 seconds. So quick questions and quick answers. Um, yeah. Do you have any tips for virtual team events to help build morale? Yeah, you just mentioned it. So, uh, what? Yeah, I would have a tip. First of all, the building the team morale and team spirit starts at onboarding. Uh, so we do very specific welcome events, and we try to introduce newcomers um, with the same, you know, always the same routine. So we basically ask them to come with two objects that they need to describe and that speak about themselves. So get to know, you know, break the ice directly and get to know them. Uh, quite deeply uh, as soon as we can okay and then it's building regular relationship with uh, coffee meeting and, and team building as you as you mentioned we also try the online game uh, and we're going to try another one so we do that every month and each team member has the responsibility to build a new and come up with a new idea for the next session in order to build uh, this kind of uh, team building session and have fun time together and what key sales skills do sales reps need to be successful when they're remote? What, what are we, what do we need to work on? What are we lacking right now in general? Mm. Um, I would say a uh, clear answer, as, as I mentioned earlier, is uh, becoming a true great listener to the problem of your prospect and not focusing on what you have, what you propose, but really focus on the pain of your prospect. So really listen more and be more customer centric. And then as I mentioned also, mindset for me is very important for uh, successful salespeople, being consistent, self-motivated and very persistent. And I do a lot of sports and I, I, I always speak to my team to go out and do some sports, even at lunch break, this kind of thing, because it's, it's the same mentality for me. 
it's you know getting self-motivated you can get consistent because you're always at the at the top level that's what you need to be as a, an efficient sales rep and being persistent never give up is also some kind of sport mentality so i um, i try to to push that also to the team yeah th those are great ones um i guess one that comes to mind for me is negotiation and specifically around how to defend your margins and um, how to react when you're kind of in a zero sum type negotiation, how to sell the value in a negotiation. That's probably you know, things like that are probably something that every sales rep could freshen up on right now and, and, and repolish their skills on. Um, how can sales reps differentiate themselves in a remote selling environment? Differentiate themselves against competitors and uh, other products, that sort of thing. Mm. Um, yeah, this one is uh, is tricky because there's a uh, how you how you stand out of the crowd basically uh, comparing to all the salespeople working online uh, right now. Uh, it's very difficult, and I would say um, I would say the most outstanding sales rep would be the one who are more uh, curious. Again, is the, the, the one of the key factors is asking questions and and really be curious about your prospects and then the one that managed to build confidence so be curious be honest and build confidence using these two uh, these two skills that's a and, short answer <laughs> yeah no that's that's perfect um so how do you define a successful top performing sales culture yeah, I would say in general, uh, a great sales culture, it comes together, uh, I mean, it has to come together with a clear um, positioning uh, of your product, your value, a clear ICP and persona, so ideal customer profile, and a clear market fit. And then when you have that and you make sure uh, as a sales manager and, and, and maybe the business owner, you make sure that your team, your sales team, your sales rep know who you are, uh, what value you provide exactly, um, then it's, 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 a, it's a question of you know, building the clear process to qualify leads, basically focus on the qualification process. Because when you have a clear positioning, a clear ICP, if you have a clear qualification process, then you will really optimize your time and your success rate moving away from, um, along your, your pipeline then. So I would say it's, it's starting with that is having a, a clear positioning, really make sure people know, know who you are and what's your value proposition and then work on your qualification process. So you get very successful at what you do and you'll be very more efficient basically. What would you say the greatest sales lesson that you've learned over the years is? Um, this one is difficult. <laughs> But uh, you know, B2B sales is so is so complex and, and vast. So you you are, you are always learning. So uh, I would say the, the the best lesson for me is to uh, keep being real and honest. And uh, I try to apply that. That means not being too salesy because you are going to break the confidence that you have with the people. And especially when you're doing remote selling. So build your the confidence with your customer. Build human relationship with your prospect. It all relies on your honesty and being real, in my opinion. 
And then the other lesson I would say is uh, you can always keep learning. Uh, that's what uh, I try to do because I, I joined a new industry. So you can always, you know, adapt yourself, be open to, to new things and keep learning uh, every day, basically from your peers or from your, from the industry. There's so many things to learn in, in, in sales, so you can keep your eyes open. Well, and as an actionable takeaway, what should the field sales managers um, listening today do as a first step towards getting started on managing their remote sales teams more successfully? Yeah, um, I would say at the beginning, I mentioned, uh, you know, ask your team to set up their, their, their goals every morning. So keep track of that as a team, as a routine. Uh, I would say that you can you know, put that in place tomorrow morning. And that's very easy. Um, another, another tips I would have, uh, it's more an advice, is uh, look out for a sales, sales tool if you don't have one. Uh, like NoCRM or others, you need to empower your sales team uh, to collaborate efficiently with this kind of lead management solution. Uh, that makes your life easier, that will really empower them. And you need to make sure also that they you know, are comfortable with the tools that you're going to put in place. Uh, we still see a lot of, uh, of teams, of sales team, still working on an Excel sheet. I don't know if you experience that also. Uh, it's it's kind of uh, still a lot of, of company doing that. So I would say go out and look for a sales tool that really fits your needs and, and build that for your team. Absolutely. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to summarize the, the things that you've taught us here today. Um, first, uh, some of the benefits of remote sales. Uh, having a remote sales team can be more productive and uh, employees can end up more engaged. Uh, obviously, there's there's a lot of cost to being remote as well, but the the focusing on the positive here, those are some of the things that are great. Um, you can also you can save save some costs as a company. You know, cheaper office space. You can hire people in different locations. You're not ge geographically limited. Um, the best way to communicate when you're remotely, when you're remote is uh, by over communicating. So communicate more to build team spirit, encourage everyone on the team to share more about their experiences. You wanna encourage your team to start their morning by setting up three goals that they wanna achieve in a, in a given day. And you wanna build clear sales processes so that you can set clear expectations for your sales team. Next company focuses on activity-based sales, which helps their sales team keep motivated when they're selling and it, and it helps them relieve their stress as well um, by focusing on, on activities and uh, as opposed to the more focus on those, those uh, lagging KPIs or you know, things that have happened in the past. So you use KPIs to track performance and make sure you include those activity-based KPIs um, when, you, when you're managing a remote team. You wanna build a healthy relationship with your team by building trust on both sides. So trust is built through expectations and everyone working towards these expectations and following a process. Build motivation with your team and, um, and, and build a good mindset to have healthy relationship. And also give feedback to your sales team and ask for feedback as well. Um, and that way you can ensure that 
expectations are being met on both sides and, and make sure to keep that communication open. And those are kind of the, the keys to a healthy relationship with, uh, with your team members. During a sales slump, make sure you review lost deals. You wanna see how reps can learn from those deals and you wanna help them prepare for their next deal. You wanna stay positive as a sales manager so you can help them with their mindset. Um, think about giving your rep a side project if they're having a lot of trouble getting out of a, out of a slump. Uh, finally, when a sales rep has a win, find ways to celebrate remotely, uh, maybe a beer or a coffee online, and, and make sure to compliment your sales reps uh, as a sales manager when remotely. It's, it's, it's easy to overlook that. Nick, this has been a great, uh, uh, some great information and a great episode. What, where can our listeners read more about your work? Where, where can they reach out to you? How do they get in touch if they, if they need to? Oh, you can reach me on LinkedIn, basically. Uh, so I'd be happy to help. If you ever come to France, and I live in the south of France uh, in Biarritz, so if you come to surf, I'd be happy to join. Uh, otherwise, check out uh, nocrm.io, so you don't need a crm.com. Uh, this is where you can find us and, and our partner program. And I'd be happy to connect on LinkedIn and, uh, and open discussions. Well, fantastic. This has been a great episode of the Outside Sales Talk. If you work in field sales, you'll love Badger Maps, the number one route planner that helps you sell 20% more and drive 20% less. So get a free, free trial at badgermapping.com today. If anyone can think of any other sales reps who would benefit from learning the skills that Nick taught us today, share the love and forward this podcast on to them. Um, take care until next time, everybody.